Hey everyone, Rob Graydon here. We just want to let you guys know that this episode contains honest and frank conversations about revenge, bullying, and abuse that may be triggering for some. Listener discretion is advised. This is the Stabby Road Podcast. Hi there, welcome to another episode of the Stabby Road Podcast, a podcast where three different generations discuss horror tropes through the perspectives of films from their generations. We are on revenge this this theme this the past three weeks so i am presenting the 2010 reboot of i spit on your grave and you are and i am sonia <laughs> i'm sonia harcourt to my right is rob graydon to my left joe senna who normally does the introductions it's okay <laughs> you did great you did great kid. i got a little you caught did great, kid. thanks i got a little caught up it's okay yeah we're mis- mixing it up for season two whoever's presenting into the center mic it feels very different over here i'm not gonna lie it's weird it feels oh, very powerful I'll, say, just, a lot of power I, I'll get used to it i'll get used yeah. to it okay <laughs> so last week we did the original 1978 i spent on your grave and the week before that we did the abominable dr fives so this is the millennials week i mean plot summary is basically the same as last week's uh young woman jennifer hills rents a summer home to write a novel and is trigger warning assaulted by a group of locals but she gets some sweet sweet revenge so i'm going to open the floor to you guys and see what kind of thoughts we have i know there's we probably talked a lot in the last episode but there's still plenty of things to cover in this one so who wants to go first rob after you Okay, you want to go first, and you both looked at me. I don't think it's me. Look I at think you I'll do at it later. The same time. <laughs> yeah. uh, I get my notes okay. out. Well, um, I, I definitely had mixed feelings about this one. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna go through the things I like first. Okay. Because I don't want to make it sound like I'm just crapping on it. I genuinely liked the actual performances of everyone, particularly, believe it or not, the sheriff. Mm. I thought he did a really good job. And also, you know, if you're used to the original I Spit in Your Grave, he was a bit of a surprise character. Yes. Spoilers, by the way, if you haven't seen it, turn this off right now, go watch it, then come back and listen to the rest of this. I like that, that they kind of threw in something for the people who had seen the original. Right, because when the assault happens, she manages to escape, Mm -hmm. and she runs up to two people who are hunting, one of which he goes, hey, you know, I can help you, I'm, I'm a sheriff. And he brings it back to the house, and you realize he's just no different. He's just one of those guys. Mm-hmm. You know, so I thought that was good because I was generally surprised at that. I wasn't expecting that. And also the other performances of guys, I don't know who they are. The um, the, the chubby guy with the camera. And, from uh, Mean Girls. Daniel Francis. Oh, he's from Mean Girls? Oh, my God. Yeah, he's, uh, he's what's his name in Mean Girls? He's the um, the best friend of... Damien. Thank you, Damien. Yeah. All right, and then he's the uh, excellent guy with the with the crew cut, the the main guy. Oh God, yeah, he's. Oof. Yeah. He's like too good. Mm. You really, really hate Johnny in this. Yes, one. you start to yeah. wonder whether or not he's like that in real life, and he's just not. <laughs> right. right yes. It's just we all know people like that. Uh, yeah. It's it's very convincing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's the kind of thing where the director's like, okay, I need you to assault. Oh, you started. Okay. <laughs> um, we, is the camera rolling? All right. All right. Are we good? Everybody yeah, good? good? Oh, let's okay. Let's go. Yeah, All right. Okay. Let's, uh, we're good. Everyone? Very, should... very well lit yeah, cinema just verite. I hopes of having Jeff Branson on the podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what else did you like? Uh, the kills I loved. I, I you know, It's my favorite part now, of the movie. Having said that, though, I, I'm not 100% sure I, th- I felt they fit as well as they did in the original. But the <gasps> actual kills themselves. The opposite. I liked. 
Okay. You know, very, very to me, it was it came out in an era where there was saw and all these different things. So you had to get really and creative. So the, yeah. And so there was this sort of element of I, I just really pictured a studio going, can they be more saw like? Mm-hmm. You know, like the the inventor who does all those crazy things. Rube know. Goldberg. Rube Goldberg. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sort of a Rube Goldberg. <laughs> thing. The old guy knows. Yeah. The old guy knows. <laughs> I know Rube Goldberg. Sorry, yeah. I was just not coming to me. Okay. Right. You know, so it's Rube Goldberg stuff from stuff you found in a forest, and uh, and they all they all managed to work quite well. Wow. Okay. So it's a short list. I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be offended. Like, I if you didn't, I get. I happened to watch this one first. Yeah. Because it was free on Prime for a while. Mm-hmm. Right. So I. This is the one I saw first before 78. So, yeah, I think if I'd seen 78 first, I would have probably not liked this one as much. I get it. Yeah, the the, the issues I had with it were, like we talked about before in the first one, that you sat with her the entire time. Mm -hmm. You didn't flinch from the time she was assaulted to the time... She was left for dead to the time she manages to crawl back to all these different things. And you see her and you see you, un- you, you get an understanding of her motivation, mm-hmm. whether you agree with it or not. You do have an understanding of it. This one was a little odd because after the assault, she jumps off a bridge. Then you don't see her again for a while. And she just sort of come back, comes back like Rambo. You know, I didn't I didn't you know, I, I didn't see a connection of of the way the person she was before mm. and the person she is now okay and i thought she was terrific i i, yeah. I did think she re- she did a really great job um sarah butler who plays jennifer but in i this can one. i can see that yeah you don't see like the the recovery and the sort of they actually they do that in the, the sequel to this one really right. well they do they, they oh, spend they do more time like that. you spend the time with her getting through it and recovering. So I, maybe they learned from that and they were like, you know what, that be. didn't... Yeah. I think, I, I wonder if what they were going for was like, we want it to be a surprise. They really think she's dead and we're right. going to, you know, sucker hmm. punch them, like surprise she's back. Whereas like, you know, because in 78, they they had their doubts right. that she wasn't totally dead. They had their doubts that she might... but And then they just drive by and, oh, yep. Oh shit, she's alive. Yeah. I do like that in this one they were completely kind of blindsided mm-hmm. by it. Mm-hmm. But you're right, you kind of lose that connection with her a little bit. Right. In her road to revenge, maybe. Right. I liked the fact that she disappeared. I mean, you knew it was the middle of, you know, you hit pause and you see how much of the movie is left and she's jumped off the bridge. You know that, you know, she's going to basically reappear. Yeah. Right. Um, I like oh, the yeah, mystery. Like I said, I, there's no doubt that she's coming back. But like, like you didn't get to kind of go yeah. with her as she. Uh, understood. Yeah. yeah. Um, what I liked about her character versus the Camille Keaton character is that she is a woman of the 21st century. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She had her guard up like from minute one. Yeah. So she knew what to expect. Yeah. So it's almost like after that thing had happened to her, there was less shock and more like, okay, you know what, motherfuckers? Mm, uh, I've been ready for this kind of shit my whole life. She also, she also seemed like more of a fighter mm-hmm. than Camille Keaton. Well, uh, yeah, because when when they're in that house, they terrorize her the first time. Yeah, she's she does, she's fighting she back. Fight yeah, back, you yeah. know, and she's only overpowered by the sheer numbers and strength. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? yeah. No, that's uh, an interesting point that like she was just more prepared for it because of the time and her upbringing. Exactly. Yeah, that's no that. Yeah. I mean, she, from the moment she, she went to the gas station. She wasn't shocked, necessarily. Yeah. I mean, I don't think Camille's was necessarily shocked, but definitely didn't think something like that would happen to her. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So, uh, huh. we were, Rob, we were still. Going yeah, back. no, we could still, we we could certainly talk about it. And I I I think if you do watch it, 
you should definitely play a drinking game. Oh. Every time one of those guys says, a pretty little thing like yeah, you, yeah, yeah, take yeah, a drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You will be passed out, and then you will wake up by the time she comes back. <laughs> so so all the things I'm complaining about, you would skip over to, to the, the, the time she comes back for revenge. Oh, my God. Touche. Well, well yeah. as we mentioned in the, in, in the last episode, uh, this, this film benefits and suffers at the same time from it fitting into a Hollywood 3X structure mm-hmm. kind yeah. of a thing. Whereas the first one, they were kind of in new territory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This one felt like, okay, they hired the script writer and he went to all those screenwriting schools or the producer said, no, it needs to fit this. Yeah. Right. And, yeah, um, I, I, like I was watching it, I could see in my head the checklist of things. Precisely. Yeah. Checking yeah. Off. yeah. Precisely. But it still had surprises. Uh, like I said, the sheriff was in it. But Johnny, I mean, that douchebag, I... I hate to say it, I don't think his death was, was was good enough. That's my husband said the same thing. I think he needed it, but I, I will say this. Yeah. <clears throat> my favorite death is the sheriff's. <laughs> oh, primarily yeah. because I have fantasized about that. Not, not having not having it done to me. Okay. Having a right. shot shoving a shotgun yeah. up someone's ass though? Yes. Absolutely. And blowing it out and their face. Blowing it out their face. Yes. Uh, can we say after these three episodes as we're wrapping up this wonderful week? Um <laughs> Let's all thank God Joe never acted on any of his fantasies. <laughs> and let's well, let's thank that God that he likes us yes. and that we're on the good oh, list. Oh, we will definitely be keeping on the good list. For <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> wow. Okay. I wondered why nobody had done that before. I'm like, you know what? Put a shotgun up somebody's butt, blow it up, and where's it gonna? What's it gonna look like? Mm-hmm. I actually that scene fascinated me because I'm like, okay, so does it blow the whole head off? Does it come out of a part of the head or? Mm-hmm. Does the, the, the buckshot get yeah. uh, get absorbed by all the viscera? Right. I mean, these were important questions, you know, for people who watch CSI. That had to get answered, yeah. Exactly. And who, um, who would have thunk? This is what answered it. There you go. I also love that it not only, it was like a perfect two birds, one stone, like it right. killed him and, and Matthew. And Matthew. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, you think that she did kill Matthew at the beginning yeah. by strangling him, yeah. like that, that he was the first kill, and you're like, man, he got off way too oh, easy, but then... when he tripped on the stairs and like you heard a snap when he yeah. hit his neck. I was yeah, like, that was oh, a weird oh, sound effect to put in there because it yeah. did sound like he broke his neck. that to have been how he died. Like, I would have yeah. cried laughing. It would have been yeah. funny, but not... It would have been too easy, yeah. It would have been so goddamn funny. No, I love the way he gets it in the end. I think... My favorite kill is actually, it's the pretty boy with the lie in the tub. Because oh, yes. it is just oh, brutal. Yeah. Like your own survival instinct going against your own physical ability to hold yourself yeah. up. Yeah. And again, then going back to how this one, more so than 78, really makes the kills personal. Mm, right. Like yeah. his his thing is his face. He's the pretty boy of the group, and that's right. the thing she chooses to destroy. The camera guy has his eyes pecked out mm-hmm. by ravens. Oh, that was a beautiful scene. That was really cool. And the sheriff is an ass man. Like, everything yep. is very specific. Oh, shit. I hadn't put that together. Yeah. Oh, that's... Oh, yeah, no, I got... Okay, that's... Having him and Johnny yeah. in the bit, you know, no teeth show yeah. horse, all of it. Each kill was much more personal mm-hmm. to her in this one, and I liked that. Yeah, it was, show me your teeth. It, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, it was... It, 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 it was almost... It bordered on almost being too... On the nose? On the nose. Almost. Almost. Because the the what? I think it flew off the cliff. You think it was right. too on the nose? But there's something really satisfying about it. That each kill 
mapped itself perfectly to something that each one of them did mm -hmm. and that she was able to turn that one on. even even better one up them mm. i do think though just it doesn't top the base internal human satisfaction when she's playing the music in the original and just sitting there while he's like tortured in the bathtub i think that, uh, that like that was just great a too. level of satisfaction that for i just didn't feel in this one Okay. All right. I, you know, for me, it was about how she gonna kill him. I agree. You know, agree. that's what that's what it was for me, and it, and because it came out during the saw and and torture porn era and, it does and things seem like to that. Share more DNA with Texas, the two thousand three. Especially Texas the State look. Especially the look right. of it. Yeah. Right. It the lighting, like, the cinematography. Like if, if you had said this was a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. Yeah. I would have bought it more than I spit on your grave. Hmm. I I, I get what you're saying. It seems to just be more in that vein. Yeah. Than it's not bad. Like, I didn't think it was bad. No, I. it's just not your cup of tea. Yeah. You thought the know. first one was more effective? That's. I, I'm going to give it time and I'll, I'll rewatch it. Okay. okay. I, watch, I think you might like years. this. No, I, you would like the sequel better as far as what it accomplishes, but it's it's far more brutal, so I don't know if I can recommend it. The sequel is pretty masterful, in my opinion. I agree. I, I'm, I'm surprised, I was surprised at how good that was. It. The, it, it's hard, though. There's, the, I can I can handle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's not like yeah, one really really long then, one. Yeah. There's not one. Yeah. And it's, I spent in your grave too. Sorry. The 2010 sequel. There's not like it's not like the first. It's not like 78 where there's like a 40 minute scene, but there's yeah. multiple assault scenes. Yes. So. Oh God. Yeah. I'll you have, have to get it through it yeah. a few more times. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's rough, but. Now in 2010, the assault sequence was still brutal enough it was mm -hmm. absolutely it wasn't and as long but it was it was a little more brutal i, I was would grateful say, than for the fact that they didn't spend half the film doing yeah and, yeah. I, and I think that because it was made in 2010 it probably wouldn't have passed whatever board they needed to to get a solid r rating oh, the the original didn't they had to distribute that indiv independently 78 yeah we well, yeah, i know that i'm talking about tw 2010 yeah. though. no i'm saying if you're if you're going by you know, by them cutting anything out or making anything longer. Right. I was just saying that we never, that's actually just something we didn't touch on. Oh, yeah, original. you're right. Yeah, we didn't talk yeah. about that last episode. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Oops. Well, one of the things I like the most about, and again, this touches on what I talked about in the Fibes episode, my sensual thrill of, of certain kinds of revenge on people mm -hmm. was when she pretended to be the teacher mm. and oh, yeah. she was there so with good. the family she... and there's something about the threat against the family of a bad guy especially somebody who's a fucking hypocrite mm -hmm. that was so good she was, was delicious the way she played that scene it's perfect was just that, that was subtle perfect. little knowing smile yeah. of like i got you motherfucker yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. or even when the tape shows up at his yes. house and oh, he panics God, the way that is played out yeah yeah genius yeah and was, that was so that was a scene where i thought to myself okay i really like this guy's acting yeah, yeah. he was great because that that, he, that yes, was the moment was good. where he i thought yeah. yeah yeah he really he really did a really good job well let's talk about the acting in this one versus 78 because uh again this film benefits from you know the casting agents were probably better you know they probably they had knew more how to... of a budget for sure exactly so they got trained actors who were out there who knew what they were doing who they, maybe they won't win oscars but mm -hmm. they were acting mm -hmm. right you know and um i really fucking hated that johnny guy. i know so he, he's, yeah. he's probably the nicest guy in the world but because he's got a hairline down to here <laughs> right. you know you're already thinking to yourself well you know this guy skipped a few evolutionary steps mm. yeah he was too like you said it, like he was too good. It makes you wonder. He probably is the nicest guy in real life, though. Uh, notice that they changed it from Connecticut to the South. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
because uh, and I the, think it was either Florida or Louisiana. I'm guessing it's Florida. I couldn't tell. Well, the they, because they mentioned gators in the water. Ah. Oh, that's right. That's so, right. And there are not a lot of places down that, south that have gators. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Good call. Yeah. So it's either Florida or on the or the border or something yeah. like that, like I, in the Panhandle I will or something. Say, um, their cast budget couldn't have been that big because there was a dog in the script, and they decided not to hire the dog because the dog would have been more expensive than any actor on set. Stop. Oh my gosh! Well, I mean, I, well, you know what? That makes sense because you're not just paying necessarily; you're paying like the trainer just, and their yeah, time. Yeah, team. So that's probably yeah. Probably but that's hilarious. That pretty funny. That's hilarious. I'm sorry, we couldn't get Scrappy. He's just out of our budget. <laughs> well, well, they spent a lot of money on the gore. That's for sure. They and did. The effect, yeah, yeah. Those it was effects were great. Very yeah. effective. Agreed. They were really yes. well done. Absolutely. The eyes in that one were a little like the CGI. You know, CGI out his eyes in in the camera guy's death room. Mm-hmm. Like if you look, it's a li- it's a I little sloppy. But... I didn't even notice that. Oh really? Certainly, it... I I noticed the birds. Yeah. The the eyes I didn't notice at all. Oh, at the end, like yeah. when his eyes are gone. Oh, yeah. Wow. Maybe I've just watched this mate too many times. <laughs> I feel like I have a pretty discerning eye too. Like I usually. Uh, discerning it's eye. It's just it's a it's a. Sl- <laughs> 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 We're getting punchy! Yay! <laughs> I, it's it's like How slightly. It's the shadow is like slightly off. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I, I, that's usually what it is. But yeah, but again, I've I watched this movie a lot during lockdown. See, I know that was CGI. <laughs> I thought that was. I thought how, that was a... how fucked is that? I guess in a way that I, like. I don't think that's that fucked up. I know that. Is that weird that like this was a comfort movie I for me? I into a lot of pretty disturbing movies that were comforting. Yeah. Time. Uh, when yeah. I'm depressed, I watch the '78 Dawn of the Dead. Okay. It's that's my comfort movie. My comfort movie is Seven. Ooh, that's Seven a good Seven and Saw are my like go to. Seven is like, a good one. Uh, yeah, so I, I don't find that that weird. But yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like those TikToks of guys who are like, women fall asleep listening to true c- crime podcasts. Oh, like, I'm you, the, that's me. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I guess I, like I feel weird, but like I, it's not like I'm sitting and relishing watching the scene. Yeah. It's the rest of it oh, that, yeah. I'm, that I'm then like, okay, let's go. It's wonderful. It's, yes. It's yes. 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 Really tasty revenge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but we t- we brought up earlier in in the seventy eight episode uh, that Matthew we we had disagreements about who is yes. the better Matthew yeah. actor, and I still feel that the Matthew in the twenty ten sequel was more convincingly um, Le- less cartoony. Yeah. Exactly. Maybe uh, not that, more that's or the name less I couldn't remember. offensive, but just less cartoony. But Supertech Josh I, disagrees. I don't know why. Because it is more, like, naturalistic in the 2010 version. Right. But I think there is something, like, you don't see that character in these movies participating in activities like this. It's usually like, oh, he's the goofy guy who gets bullied and mm-hmm. pushed in the mud or whatever. Right. And then to see him get turned violent, mm-hmm. like, I was expecting him to sort of run away and then be the hero or whatever. And it's like, you don't see that. And I think that was what caught me off guard oh, more. Oh, interesting. Yeah, because they, they I found do... his turn more convincing in, the, in, in, in this, this one, in 2010. I, I agree. I think he... Really? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Because, I mean, I, you you saw his character change. You saw what he... I, I think he emoted a lot more of the conflict that was going on inside him. Because it's almost like a character from Animal House in... in the 78 one. Or like, oh, the 78 one. Yeah, yeah. You don't see that character in this Like movie. You're not, yeah, you're not oh, going to see Flounder right. assault somebody. Right. Uh, it, right. The, the, like, the name you're not going to see Flounder with, like, deliverance. The name of the... It, he reminded right. me, he yes, reminded exactly. me of Eddie Deason. Yes. Yes. Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah. That's literally what I was And that's yeah. why I had a hard time because I was like, this is too broad. This is too... 
you know, what have you, where, where's the fellow in the sequel obviously yeah. did some studying, mm. you know? Well, that was, see, that's the thing that sort of kind of got me irked a little because it, he is using a very specific, you could see that he studied very specific, either something, someone on the spectrum right. or something like that. And so it then became a little too real to, to then have them, because what happens is... Which I will say was disturbing in its own right. Yeah. Exactly. That's, yes, is it yeah. like more or less offensive to do it accurately or to do it exaggerated? Right. Well, but I, but I, with the accurate one, it's... These okay, it's bad. It's bad that these guys then convince him to do it. Oh yeah, that makes it horrible, horrible. But at the same time, then it also then is weird to me, at least, that he then sees this. Dem- he gets killed. Mm. You know, because is he responsible for those actions? Ooh, now we're opening up a bigger can of whereas, worms here. Whereas Eddie Deason. Yeah, the seventy-eight one. Was he was a little of, more gleeful a little, right. and more of a sort of so people, you, like like if, like more of like an. He came across to me as more of like that middle, in the middle of nowhere town, not educated guy. Not right. necessarily like everybody. It's not like he was like neurodivergent or something. Right. Yeah, or like, Right. Okay, so he was that's just that's yeah. Is neurodivergence more... is an, ex- uh, an excuse? No. He still did it. No, it's oh, not yeah. an excuse. Is what yeah. I'm, I'm not saying it as an excuse. I'm saying that's why I found it more disturbing because you don't okay. see that Eddie Deason or yeah. like, like right. Patsy type. I definitely but... empathized with the 2010 Matthew more mm. than the 78. Yeah, you did no, for sure, but you knew he was doomed. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah. For sure. He... It was just more jarring to see. Yeah. That type of character. Right. In that situation. And then and does he? So it works. Yeah. You know, it works. And to, you know, what was she going to do at the end? Was, you know, was she going to say, "Well, you know, you you didn't rape me as bad as the other guys." Right. You know oh no. I mean? and, so, and again, right. I'm not. I'm not excusing. I'm not. No, I'm not yeah. saying you are. But my, for the record, yeah, but that's it, why for, it was for harder, me. It sort of know. brought up a more weird moral choice as to what happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you know, did a, he a, really, not a moral choice, but a moral question yeah. as to mm-hmm. was he really? Right, 100% responsible. Yeah, that that's it, interesting. That's it is what it is. At the end of the day, you got a choice. That's you a know, tough one. you could run away, you know, or you don't. Right. And uh, or you could have picked up some sharp object and hit uh, Johnny over the head. Yeah. You know, I mean, there were a million choices there. Mm-hmm. And he chose to do what the guys told him to do. Right. And um, yeah, as far as I'm concerned, the fact that you know he got his guts blown out, you know, with with uh, the, some teeth from the sheriff in him, it, it was and, just well, not just teeth, but well, yeah, <laughs> there's a whole, there's a whole uh, bunch of things that uh, wonderful just travel down that stabby road. <laughs> to, to, yeah, delightful, yeah. wonderful. I thought that was one of the most satisfying revenge kills I've seen in a movie. Mm. Um, it kind of comments on that then the way he dies almost like the same thing we're talking about here is he a hundred is he even completely responsible like yeah. he ends up almost being responsible for the sheriff's murder in a way because he panics so much you know, like right. he's sheriff is like trying to tell Matthew don't move oh that's beautiful right so oh, like man. he ends up being responsible for his death and the sheriff's death yeah. kind of through that so maybe that's oh a, well. <laughs> wow, it really a shame. doesn't give a shit. Nope, don't. No, the, the sheriff gave a shit all over Matthew. Um, <laughs> no, the sheriff was very satisfying. And I will, the first time I ever saw it, um, when he's talking about his daughter to her, he's like, she's <laughs> just an innocent girl. Before she said it, I said it out loud. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And so was I. Yeah. And my husband just went, 
Oh, yeah. No, I called it. Yeah. Right. No, I said the, I did the exact same. Right. Yeah, we all thought. Yeah, I thought it too. Oh. Yeah. Well, but, I mean, the, but the, I, like, the, I the, said it out loud. And it was, mm-hmm. Because in many ways, that made it even worse because he didn't see her. That exactly. Way. He Precisely. didn't see her as a human and being. That, yeah. And that that could easily have been his fatal flaw. Mm. That that little bit of what he thought was innocent dialogue. Yes. Like, oh, I have a daughter. Please save yeah. me. Spare. Oh, and she's classic, just like, motherfucker. You know, right. Yeah. Every time I see a bad guy, you know, in, in a in a position where he's stuck and starts using the whole "I have a family," mm-hmm. yeah. it's like, oh, good, I'll go after them next. Yeah, that's it's like you Remind know what? Remind me to never piss off Chuck. Need to wipe your seed from the earth. The views of the uh, host don't always reflect the views of the sample. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I try to be evolved, but sometimes the Saint Michael in me no, comes well, out, and I just want to kill these bad. It is such a cheap so. excuse too, because it's like, well, yeah. if you actually gave a shit about your family, maybe you wouldn't make decisions like this. And right. using the phrase, it "I'm a God-fearing ha- man." Yeah. You know, oh, well, you're yeah, fearing, yeah. you're not fearing the right people. Here. No. no, no. So that's. I thought that was beautiful. The fact that they placed it in the South, okay? Because first of all, the areas in Connecticut that uh, were shot in '78, po folk probably can't afford to live there. These no, days, no, that, that know, that's old, old beachfront property. Yeah, I was gonna say where, where they where they were there. Those that was in beachfront. That's yeah. that's Bridgeport. Now. Mm. Right. You know, yeah. So uh, transporting it to the south, which of course, as we all, and that was 2010 before mm. the ten, uh, uh, a good six years before he the dark shall not times. Be named. Yeah. Yes. When he brought all of those guys out from their shadows. And when he kicked over the rock. Basically. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So to to have watched that and see them. Uh, in fact, uh, camera guy was wearing a Confederate flag um, uh, uh, kerchief. Yeah, thing. Mm. a bandana. On, a yeah. bandana. That's that's what I meant to say before. Bandana, not kerchief. Yes. I was, oh, that's was, what yeah. we were discussing. What this would what be that was. called. Right. right. That's it. I meant to I say bandana. I was thinking bandana. ascot, and I was like, "That's not it. That's way like too a, fluffy." A, a yeah, that's true. Weird thing where like everything looked like it was in the seventies. But there were laptops, cell phones. Yeah. And I'm not saying, like, realistically that's not right. been the case, but it just kind of stylistically felt weird. Mm. I, I can see that. Was good. Like, where like, the, everything was just generic apart from the modern stuff. Well, not generic, but it just felt like this feels like it takes place in the 70s. Hmm. Great. That was, and then that there was, was the phones and the, everything. It just kind of felt... Then they succeeded. Weird. Yeah. And that's, again, that's what that's, they were going for. That's another sort of contemporary screenwriting thing. Yeah. You know, whereas in something like the original, it the, you go from A and you go to B, whereas here you have to you have to explain your way to B. Mm. Meaning, Although, meaning like when she had the phone. Right. You're yeah. like, oh, yeah. she or she could just call the police. Yeah. No, so but they she had, had to, get rid to of drop the phone. it in the right. toilet. Exactly. Right. Yeah. You know, I and little things like though, that. Yeah. I did think the camera was a cheap gimmick until. She mailed the front yes. door, and then I was like, oh. "You were like, oh, okay, this has right. a point." Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I called, I called all the right. We were there. I, I called all the the um, the second in the beginning when she opened the shed, and there was the line. The line, oh, and I just went, I, I, I was gonna. I, my note oh, says, Chekhov's my notes is check out shed. Shed. I have shed. I said check shed. That is literally said. I said check off shed. Check off shed. Nice, nice. Which in the original, the original, there's some visual things that you think are going to come back, but mm-hmm. don't. Like the gasoline tanks that are in that that right. the gasoline yeah. canisters that are in. I thought she was going to dump that in the water. Right. This is the '78 one. She was going to dump it in the water with those two guys in there and then light it on fire. 
Because again, they weren't following back at seventy eight. They yeah. did not have all those classes where they taught you if you do this, you got to do yeah. that. Right. Chekhov's gun does definitely predate but, all of this. Yes, but that but, but that worked to its advantage because I was expecting that to happen. Right, right. And suddenly, and oh, then they didn't. Yeah, and it was even worse. Right. You know? That's a that's an interesting point. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas this stuff, I was expecting to happen. You were like, oh, that happened. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did anybody notice anything? I'm going to bring up an Easter egg. Mm-hmm. Uh, did anybody notice oh. the um, the total of the gasoline that uh, she? Yes. Um, oh, the you yep. did you noticed it? Yes. Be, uh, Is this the odd number? It's not. It's 1978. 1978. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. uh, okay. I went first off, we had just watched the first one, so I was like, oh, 1978. But then I was like, you're going to buy $19.78 worth of gas and go the extra 22 cents and round up. Oh yeah, the little. Could you, could you, could you, could you hit 20? Yeah. I, I, I don't I mean, know. it was cute. It was, yeah. it, it was a nice No, touch. it was, it was, yeah. no, I'm not, I, that's not a knock at the movie. Yeah. I okay. know, but I noticed it. Yeah. I absolutely noticed it. We're such, it. we're such New Yorkers. It's yeah. like, you know, it's like 1978. No, get it, get up to 20. <laughs> now, you know? okay. I thought the Easter egg you were going to talk about mm-hmm. was the, the old, the old house that she went to looked right. fam- a little too familiar to the house that the original absolutely mm. yep yeah now yep. I'm gonna that, including the upstairs tub yes mm. yeah. yes totally got that totally I did not that. get that oh this, I like that uh, this was supposed to be brought up in the last episode but we got very <laughs> tracked into a certain thing yes terrifier uh huh Never what heard of it. The, shut up. Oh, I, <laughs> the, 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 I have it in my notes. The pig butchering. The, the pig, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, because yeah. he literally cuts the... In half Matthew just... watches the, guy, the grocer, and I literally... Do you have that, too? Well, I have right there. <laughs> Damien Leone. <laughs> but we were like, Damien, Damien if, you if ever, you're watching. If you're watching this... Is that where you He's not watching. He's with William on, Morris. No, he doesn't give a shit. <laughs> no, he cares about... Stop. He cares about us. Damien, uh, uh, come on. Listen... Come on the show and tell Please. us conclusively if this is where you. I want to ask him. Note we'll, to we'll, self, we'll get him on, and no we'll more ask camera him. on Josh. <laughs> <laughs> I love having a buddy here. Oh, you're so cute. But yeah, I'm so glad you brought that up because I had yes. that in my notes for okay, the last perfect, one too. Perfect. And I, yep, yep. I was like, it's that you don't often see that. That's a pig being cut in half. Right. For, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, and literally like the same position. Yep. Everything. Yeah. Yep. yep. There's only one position where you could do that in if you're going to cut it straight down from the, you know. Shemigay, yeah, but so. just like the, right, the, but the it, shot. Yeah, but it, yeah. Yeah. didn't need to be up top. It had to. It could have been. Yeah. It could have been. All right. Right. Yeah. He, yeah. Well, just think it's easier. To, <laughs> yeah. It may be just, easier. Not that I thought about this. Damon Leone may have spat on that grave. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Nice. Oh boy. <laughs> all right. Yeah. We'll we'll get him on. We'll ask. Yeah. Yeah. He's not going to have to go through his agent, William Morris, now, you know, to get him on the show. It's I like, don't know that. Maybe not. Very far <laughs> you put a camera on this guy. Hey, he's oh, no he's longer always Super been Josh. He's the, four, he's the fourth fucking, you know, uh, Beatle. He's always it's, been sassy. The fourth Beatle. It's Ringo. Jeez. <laughs> oh, my God. For well, those this is good. Go, I can go right, take let, a nap let, while you guys... Let's just explain that in-joke for just for a moment. <laughs> yeah. Joe, we always call the far scump of Hollywood because he always has a, a story. And Josh sort of just, just condensed it to, <laughs> to Forrest Grump. Boomer meets and so, That's yeah. ageism. So it's season ageism. two, Joe will be known I'm, as Forrest Grump. I'm offended. That, that's a microaggression. Oh, my God. And uh, I'm going to have my um, attorneys uh, <laughs> do Joe. something. What? Oh, Josh is playing a song for him on the no, world's smallest just, he's violin. No, he's just showing what how, what it takes for him to jerk off. That's all. <laughs> oh! It's, 
Okay, okay. <laughs> I can give as good as I get, dude. It's... <laughs> Josh, be careful. Remember, we don't want to piss off Joe. <laughs> yeah, really. I'm walking it back. I'm walking it back. <laughs> yeah. And also, you be careful. Don't be talking shit about Damien. You've seen what kind of movies he makes. Yeah. I don't want to get on his bad side. Jesus Christ. You know Christ. what it is? That guy must be really exhausted after these movies. Oh, so yeah. I'm, I, I could take him. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, I think it'd be a very creative and brutal way to go. So it did. I, I think, think it would be I'm a, a fan. Cr- you Damien. know what? I'll tell you something. Put me and Damien in a room and we're both like out of our minds psychotic. I the think it, it would be an interesting. Please don't hurt us. Just Damien. saying, I have I have uh, half a century more of thinking of creative ways to kill people. All right. But have you seen his biceps recently? I'm working on it. How do you get roped into if Damien Leone can kick Joe's ass or not? <laughs> so much trouble for this. This is the left turn that Stabby Road always manages yeah. to take. Join us next week with new co-host LeVar Burton. <laughs> R.I.P. Joe Senna. <laughs> See, on the video, you should just pause. Joe In the middle of my laugh, it says, oh, Joe Senna, 1962. All right. We'll have a nice memorial. He's going to be in... Fives of tomb. <laughs> <laughs> lowering him down. Yeah, just, like, just lowering it. As long as there's a phone in my casket. Oh, okay. Like, you know, that way you can call. Phone privileges. Yeah, as so I can call. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Someone let me out. What Actually, that's something I do want to have. Okay, so we missed this on Fives. <laughs> at, at my funeral, uh-huh. I, I, I am now saying it for the record. My family knows, but I don't expect them to comply. But now I'm putting it on record that the opening organ music for... Uh, Dr. Fibes, I want played at the procession as my casket is oh, rolled wow. into the, ma- the, okay. the mass. So we got you. you were making just, a statement. Yeah, yeah. All just four of us will be dressed up like the characters in the movie. Yeah, I, are I you going to be Volnavia? Damn it! Yes. Okay. I was going to be Velociraptor. <laughs> I'll do Fibes. I'll, okay. I'll grow up the goatee and save us all. And... Call back to last week's episode. <laughs> last week's episode. <laughs> we can all be dressed like Pentamiglia. What did, I, did I have that one? Velveeta. Velveeta might have been my favorite. I said Velveeta's the best. Velveeta <laughs> might be my favorite. Anyway. So, yeah, back to uh, uh, I, I, I spit on your something. Um, <sighs> I spit on your Velveeta. I fart on your toast. That's our I actually did a parody. No. Uh-huh. Did you? I did. Oh, nice. Um, it's it's not something I own. It was with a company, so I can't, you know, like, share it or you'd have to buy it. It's behind a paywall. Can you mention the company? Oh, yeah. It's uh, Infernal Restraints, and it's called I Piss on Your Cunt. Oh, okay. And it was my, <laughs> my idea. Um, it was with the, well, the, the people that I worked with for this particular shoot are actually no longer with this company. Um, they are left and started doing their own company, but they are people that I, like, implicitly trust with everything. And so I was like, Ken, and I was this, this sort of a sequel. It was like a parody of the sequel that you need to see. But I'm gonna hunt this. Yeah, right it's <laughs> it's uh, it, it was it was a lot. It was pretty brutal. I uh, they actually paid me extra because I volunteered. They looked at we were it's in Portland and we're sitting in the living room after one shot and the guy's like, oh no, no. I was like what what what? It's like. I was thinking we could take you out to the St. Andrew's Cross and tie you up and whip you, but it's like it's like three feet of snow out there and it's 40 degrees. I was like, let's go. <laughs> yes. And literally, like, my feet were the only part of me that actually started to hurt because I was in the snow in, the in snow. my feet. Wow. But, oh, my God, it was so much fun. I was very proud of myself. I did a very good job. And everybody's like, well, it was your idea? Yeah. 
I was like, Should, I've been really into this movie. Can we want to do a parody of it? They were like, sure. It's you were in a, you were in a safe space? It? it was like, f- it was 40 without wind chill, and there was oh, okay. like three feet oh. of snow on the ground. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, and it was windy. That sounds like hell. In front yeah. of the was that Oregon? So is that insects? Yes. That's it. Okay. <laughs> Joe knows. I, Perv. What? Sinner. <laughs> That's my last name, Joe Sinner. I'm kidding. <laughs> but yeah, it's, yeah, it's insects. Infernal restraints. Yeah, is one of their brands. It is one of the brands. Right. Yeah. Portland, Oregon. Portland, Maine. Portland, Oregon. Yeah. Right on. Yeah, that it was fun. Had no meaning, but I just. No, you're just curious. <laughs> I also was very proud of myself because in the. Um, if you're still here with trigger warning, <laughs> trigger warning, um, in the scene I'm given a pill to sedate me, oh, and Lord. I had to throw it up into a bucket, or I had, like fake throw. I actually threw it up, and we were able to zoom in on the shot of the pill. I was like, Oh wow! Yeah, that's right. That committing to the bit. I yeah. commit to I my not art. Watch this then. You don't vomit what? if it's if I know it's real. That's yeah, vomit. Yeah, I'm, I'm, well, I'm not a vomit. Because actually, there's not a lot of. I didn't have a whole lot of, I just had the pill and water. Okay. So actually, I don't remember there being a lot of other stuff in the bucket. But okay. I still wouldn't recommend it because I was at my heaviest. So it's not, I'm not like oh, super yeah, in love with yeah, it. I'm, sur- I'm sure you were huge. Yeah, she was it a was... gigantic 110 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Wow, you're generous. <laughs> I was 20 pounds heavier. So it was a lot. I can't watch your clips anymore anyway. So. Aww. Just can't. That's fine. <laughs> I'm sure it was a great performance, but. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hunt this down. I have to find this. Do you want to? Do you really want to see it? I kind of. Okay. <laughs> There's a stack of DVDs here. If you like, <laughs> no, I wish she could sign it for you. I wish I can send you the trailer at least too. Sure. Yeah. <sighs> Where anyway? Yeah. So um, <laughs> I, back to back on the stabby road. Back to I piss on your uh, spit on your grave. All right. um, that's okay. Um, well, it's important. You know, this is important stuff to talk about because there is a trend in porn. Um, you know, I'm not, and, and and Sonia, please, at any point, if I'm saying something that's incorrect, correct me. I will. I will. But um, this is actually something Bill Maher brought up a couple of weeks ago oh, on his show. God, I, I know. <laughs> Sorry. I know exactly. By no, by all means, go. Because... But and I was surprised. But but having. Okay, here's a Forrest Gump story, okay? <laughs> so I'm at the Playboy Mansion at... Uh, nice. We have to... One second. I, we have to come up with a little piece of music to inject yes. any time he has a story. Oh, I'm down. That, we need to do Forrest Gump t-shirts with Joe on the... I'm yeah. Joe, I'm going to lose my little buddy. Wait, before you tell your story, I'm going to... Hold up. I'm going to pause Pause everything. Okay. I'm going to grab a battery. This has come up in my own head about your likeness. Uh-oh. Okay. Okay. Uh, Playboy Mansion. Yes. Playboy so, Mansion. Let's go. So I asked you. Okay. So so for context, a couple of weeks ago, Bill Maher said on his show, he says, "I don't understand what's going on with porn. What's with all the choking and you know, anal and stuff like that?" Back when I was younger, I'm thinking to myself, "Motherfucker, we were at the Playboy Mansion, um, doing a Captain Morgan event, and Bill Maher walks in with somebody who, you know, you can tell." is somebody he hired for the night. Okay, mm, yeah. Okay. And um, he was notorious. And I, I think to myself, really? Was it just missionary and cuddling all the time, Bill? You'd be surprised how many, and I, I'm i saying this when I go-go danced briefly, Yeah. how many guys just want to talk. Interesting. I, oh, that was my, like, cause for dancing, the hustle is, like, you have to try and hustle them for drinks because that's where the, club yeah, makes sure. all of their money 
And I hated that part because I was like, I'm not going to make somebody pay $16 for a watered down Jack and Coke. I would just like seek out somebody who looked lonely and I would sit and talk to them. And then I would end up spending the night with them in between sets, just talking. And they would come back to see me and talk. You'd be surprised how many it's. Trevor Noah actually commented something on this recently um, where he was saying that men think they want sex and that they're not getting enough sex, but what they're probably lacking is real emotional intimacy. Absolutely. That's that's something that I've been reading a lot. Of, the two are not the same. I know. Especially the way we've been trained. Mm-hmm. I talked about this once before that my sex education was porn mm-hmm. because of the AIDS epidemic and lack of experience. It's like, well, this is how it's done. So... Just imagine with the marination of these younger generations that ha- are seeing the stuff that Bill Maher was talking about, you know, and and it's... May I take the reins from there? Please. Because I have a lot of thoughts on this, I'm obviously. sure you do. And then I have something to say. Um, oh, God. Bill Maher just talked into an empty void. <laughs> I, I've, we as performers would love for everything to be behind a paywall. That would be ideal because Mm -hmm. then we would not be, we wouldn't have to do like 20,000 side hustles in order to make a living. If you're watching porn for free online, it is either, unless you were like watching it on a verified profile on Pornhub that was Mm -hmm. uploaded by the performer to Mm -hmm. try and drive traffic or ad revenue, you are watching stolen content. That's just what you're watching stolen content or you're watching revenge porn or unconsensual porn. There's no two ways about it. Because, like, revenge porn. Somebody right. Up, you know, that, like, that's, if you're watching free porn and it's not from, like, an established site or performer, if you just Google something and find it, if it's not, like, aged out, and then there's obviously the qualms of that, like, well, if that performer is technically retired and they're still not making money on that scene, it's, we all want them, it to be a behind a paywall. Right. Nobody in the industry wants minors seeing our content. Well, mm-hmm. yes. Nobody. That's why, right. it, you know, some of the interviews I've read with performers where they say, Oh, yeah, I grew up and I was a fan of so-and-so, and by the time I turned 18, I couldn't wait to... And, and I'm reading this, I'm like, wait a minute. But so you're admitting on paper. I agree. That, I don't think people should talk about that no. necessarily as part of like, oh, this is how I got into... No, it's not how I did. But like, yeah. let's also not be naive and think that 16-year-olds aren't masturbating. <laughs> like, come on. It, it is what it is. Yeah. But And you got the porn wherever you could get it when I was a kid. I mean, it's it's far too accessible now, but it's if it's impossible for us to keep up because somebody say goes to my many vids, buys mm-hmm. a clip, if they if it's downloadable, which is right, I try and make most of my content streaming only, but people bitch about that, and you don't make as much money because then they if they don't have an internet connection, they can't watch it. Mm-hmm. But if they download it, they can upload it to X videos or X hamster and then make ad revenue on it. Pornhub is now like the only site and their subsidiaries where you have to upload documentation to prove that no, this is my content. Good. This is my ID. All of that, the, you know, they were, they took way too damn long to do it. Performers have been saying this for years, but amateur creators weren't a fan of the verification right. system because they're like, well, I wear a mask and I only do it for fun. So what if there's a data breach? Like, Bitch, then we're all then, screwed. Why do you get to enjoy the perks of this lifestyle without any of the consequences? It's not, is, you is, know, is so. Pornhub one of the MindGeek? Uh, mm-hmm. it, okay. But Visa and MasterCard still pulled out, so I haven't been paid for them by them in years. Thanks so much for that. Yeah, if, you were, if you're an advocate of free speech, please pay attention to the war on porn because that's where it starts. And it's, it's starting. 
but yeah, so people yeah, will download bit, mine. There's just a touch of anti-woman stuff going on here in the country oh, lately. Just a, just, touch. A, just a just a just a touch. Just a touch. But yeah, we don't have we don't have control. I can't submit takedown requests fast enough. Wow. Like there are literally companies now that I will have to start paying a monthly stipend to go online and search for oh, any of my oh stolen my content. That's a reality. That's a business expense I now have to worry about. So when people say like, oh, you're brainwashing children, like we don't want this. No, nobody's, no one no is indoctrinating anybody here. You, you know, two, you're a crappy parent. If know? he's like, where's this all coming from? The people who are still paying for their porn dictate the market. So if you don't like it, you can change porn with your money. You vote right. with your dollar. Like whoever is paying for step porn and the choking and this like that, whatever is trending, we're not just doing that for fun. Like the, it doesn't exist in a vacuum. You know, like whoever is paying for it, that's what they want to see. So that's what I say to Bill Maher and to anyone else who would like to shit on me and so my Bill, industry. Bill, if uh, you would give a million dollars to Bernie Sanders. If you would buy the New York Mets as you have, you can probably pay for porn and have an entire site dedicated to missionary and cuddling. Mm. There is, there are plenty of websites that feature women created content, right? Women run, written, directed. It, it's there is porn for everyone. People only bitch about it because it's not for free. The irony. That's all I'm saying. Pay for your porn. So back to uh, I spit on your grave. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's no. Those are, it's. It, I think first of all, let's talk about revenge porn. Mm. Okay. How the fuck? I mean that, and well, that's technically at least a crime if yeah, but, you get caught but how doing the fuck, it. But, but the, it's not just the getting caught. How does it get up there? How the what is it? Just some like douche boy frat, oh, frat yeah. guy? It's like they can upload their content. They can upload anything. Exactly. So it's like a guy. If, if you send nudes with a boyfriend and then you break up and he's pissed at you, he'll upload them to wherever Reddit threads. 4chan's, that, that's revenge porn. I, I mean, I know what it is. I just can't believe that it's that pervasive. Mm -hmm. Still? Yeah. Because I knew for a while they've been trying to crack down. They, they are. It's still, yeah. But it, it's it's really hard to track. Yeah. Because as soon as it's deleted, you know, it's like if somebody else saved it and downloaded it, they upload that's it somewhere true. else. See? Because there are people out there who get a kick off of, they don't they don't even care about making money off of it. It's the power trip for them. Well, that but, doesn't surprise you know, me. Like, you know, if, even if it's not your girlfriend, it's like, I'm going to download it and re-upload it so I know that this bitch is still being humiliated. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I'm with you, bro. You know, I'm going to put up the... Or the guys who, like, this. leak OnlyFans, they're not making money on it, but they'll leak your feed. That's why a lot of uh, creators only send videos via the DMs now because mm -hmm. people will clone your feed and then leak the files. This is my life. I'm just trying to make money. Well, we'll just have to put you more monster movies. That, I mean, <laughs> that's cool, too. Yeah, because people yeah. don't, uh, everybody pays for their movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't have a problem yeah, with but that. Yeah, she, but she'd get paid the rate to shoot. That's the point. You know what I mean? So it's True. not like she's she's earning content, uh, earning money off of each. She gets paid a day rate to come in and shoot. That is that's, always cool. Day rates are nice. That's the idea it's not like oh yeah we shoot this and then uh, we'll give you good we'll give you a piece or whatever you so sony will make money but you'll be flat broke <laughs> <laughs> yay so Look, I, I, i'm saying this the joke's on me too i'm 20 i'm just starting like it's only gonna get worse <laughs> he's still bright-eyed and bushy-tailed he's not jaded yet yeah. also why are you lying about your age what how old did i say it was you, you said 20? you're 20 jesus christ this 23. he just turned 23 <laughs> 
You're too young to be pretending to be younger. I wasn't lying. I'm like. Are you that brain dead right now? Like you're just brain. You're just like tired. Okay. So I'm glad we talked about porn because this is important stuff for people to hear. It is. I I really don't. People don't. People want to Captain Save a Ho us, but they don't actually want to listen to us. Exactly. Ever. And we have some just a lot more insight into actually wanting to change things. Yes. Now, for those of us who are listening and don't know what that oh. term is, Captain Save a Ho. Yeah. Oh well, I'm. This is our to... section called Sonia Explain oh, Stuff. There you go. <laughs> nice. Captain Savahos are the men who think that you couldn't possibly, as a woman, want to do this of your own free will, that mm-hmm. you were being manipulated and brainwashed and trapped into it, and they're going to save you from this horrible life. You're better than this. Mm-hmm. You could be a real model. You could be a real actress. You're smart. Uh, exhibit A of why that is wrong mm-hmm. is sitting to my right. I willingly got into my career. I was not coerced into it. I was not manipulated into it. I had to convince my husband to let me join the industry. And I love my job. It's We get most of, believe it or not, most of the shit we get is from other women, too, who claim to be feminists. Any paid sex is not consensual because there's an exchange. I'm like, welcome to capitalism in general. Yeah, like, would yeah. anybody be working if they didn't have to, generally speaking? You know, like, would anybody be doing a job if the right. alternative was not having to work? But Most also, likely not. Even more specifically, there are plenty of women who are being paid to use their bodies. Exactly. You know, not necessarily sexually, but the Rockets get paid to use their bodies. Thank you. The WNBA. They, they. I mean, anybody yeah. who is football using players. The, yeah, football players. Yeah, like coal miners. Yeah. We all sell our body in mm-hmm. a capitalist. There's just it's just your you know your moral view. Your personal right. moral view of labor is clearly skewed. Yeah. Like, you know, if you like masseuse is always a good one, too. Like, is a masseuse a, a sex worker? Where, like, where do you draw the line? It's all about what you ending. consider intimate. And I pers- think that's the line. The Maybe. Just saying. <laughs> everybody's in. Everybody's I was trying to. I know. It was some cute. Back. We're not <laughs> done yet, though, bitch. OK, sorry. Thank you. I'm yeah. sorry, Mistress Sonia. I should just bad get the boy. angry middle. <laughs> Good boy. Don't have the time for happy ending. This really is Joe's last episode. <laughs> <laughs> How's oh that? That middle seat feels really powerful, doesn't it? <laughs> it is. heady stuff. Yeah. I get the middle seat. All right. <laughs> Told you. You actually do. Yeah, you did last month. Oh, oh God. That, that, yeah. was, that was actually was a power trip. I liked that. that was fun. <laughs> what I don't remember last it. Month? I don't remember yeah, it at all. Last month oh, was that, the holiday yeah. trip. Yeah, by the time this episode airs, uh, you all will have possibly seen or at least not. some of it. We don't know. We're not. We don't, none we don't of us know what it looks like. Super Tech Josh and I don't remember most right. of that night. Yeah. You'll right. either you'll either see it on YouTube or on Patreon. Or in Pornhub. Or in Pornhub. Where you won't pay for it. Yes, you will. <laughs> no, because then you all have to create profiles and sign releases. I'm not doing that. The um, I I'm, I ain't signing no fucking release. No. <laughs> Just do do what everyone else does. Just blur out my face. You know. You still have to figure. <laughs> Next time, next time we do this, let me, let me just bring my gimp mask. Wait, what's what you say? Just do what everybody else was and just blur my face. How often does this happen to you? <laughs> no, I didn't mean everybody else blurs my face. I'm oh. saying everybody else who doesn't want to be seen oh, on the see. porn okay. films has their faces blurred out, or so I'm told. Okay. Yes, but those people, if they're on a reputable site, still have to fill out a release form and okay. IDs. Interesting. Right. Mm-hmm. I wasn't aware of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. If it's, yeah. 
Anyway. So we took a hard left on Sebi Road onto uh, 42nd Street in the 1970s. Yeah. I still say that there's a tie because of the violence against women in the last two films we've seen Uh and the fact that there is a definite trend. There's still a stigma. This is an important... Yeah, in general, like women being being sexualized when they're not... Right, being yeah. sexual. Because the concern was when we when we did the first one, when we did 1978, was what would we have to talk about mm. right. in this one? So it's interesting that we we, yeah. we did have something to say, and well, that wasn't repeating ourselves. No, no right. not at all. Yeah. yeah, right. And we got some very important points out. I don't yeah. think I don't think we we're going to have enough laughs for any clips for uh, <laughs> no, you know, for the shorts. I think we're yeah. going to be a shortless. Uh, this is going to be a shortless uh, series. Yes, this we'll revenge have, uh, thing. We'll have Dad do up and do- do a, five, a set of five minutes. Yeah, five minutes of stand-up. This is already a scary show. We yeah. don't want... He made a living at that. <laughs> You're just Did he make a living he gets the best it? jokes yeah. on the shorts. He did, he, he, no, he edits the shorts. Therefore, he picks the ones that has his best punchline. Usually ends with him <laughs> looking at the camera and saying something funny. Okay, guys? Ooh, well, that's it for Stabby Road this week. Uh, <laughs> no we lost so, Joe. Joe so, was too busy hyperventilating from laughing at the joke I just told. So even if even if this isn't Joe's last episode, this is the last episode you'll see Joe in. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Are so we going to be going in order? Should we comment on who we're going to have on the show next week or No, I, you no know, not I, yet. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, cuz we, we never we, we can give our what the what the theme is. Well, that might give it away then though yeah. cuz how many people but Yeah, no, plus no, also no, like if, if we learned anything from the last season, we did shuffle around the the categories. That's true. Okay. That's we true. Did. Yeah. That's we did true. shuffle around the order yeah, because okay. we had to accommodate for um Terrifier. We, yes. Yeah. We and do have so, a celebrity yeah. guest coming this season, though. Yes, yes. We, we do. Yeah, hopefully yes. more than just one. And he'll one. be on the yeah. show, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, there it is. I just got it. <laughs> I timed it so that you would do a spit take, and I'm really... No, because there was a delay with it, the coming. Sorry. There you go, Joe. I'll use you as the punchline. There's a delay with the coming, or I'll say it again, so it'll shows. be multiple. <laughs> um. I'm the Meryl Streep of faking, so you'll never know. So if there was a delay, was that edging? Technically. Okay, there you go. I'm so glad my kids don't watch anything I do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, unlike me, whose kids are actually here. And participating. And participating. My son would be sitting there like disavowing everything I do because he's probably got a national security clearance. (laughs) Yeah, the fact that you two tolerate me in the same room. God bless. God bless. What, these two? The father and son. Oh, I I was like... What am I, chopped liver? Like, he was a stand-up again. Yeah, like, I know. Like, you, the I shit know. we heard when we were like nine, it was like, <laughs> I and know. then for us to keep up with that, it was, yeah, you know. that's. Well, that was the thing we had, because uh, I remember Damon Wayne's always saying when his kids were little, they had a rule that you you wouldn't get in trouble if you made them laugh. That's so Which cute. Which was our rule. And, and that was the rule in our house. You know, you know how far rule. you have to go to make a, a stand-up, stand-up comedian, comedian yeah. laugh? Yeah. As an eight-year-old? Yeah. So you wouldn't get in trouble if you did something that was technically naughty, but it made him laugh. I got right. in trouble more often than Jake did. Yes, Aww. Jacob. I'll give you a perfect example. When Jake, Jake, Jake was... Jake is a fucking genius. And this, he was about two or three when this happened. Oh, is my God. The, is it the candy? Yes. He was like five. He was five? Okay, he was five. So um, we're getting ready to go somewhere, and he asked if he could have some Mentos. Okay. And I said, okay, you can have one. <coughs> one Mento. And this back, we had like a minivan, so they had like baby seats in the car and all that sort of stuff. And I, I saw him eat the Mento, no problem. So a couple of minutes later, 
he gets in the car and he clearly has something in the side of his mouth. And I look over and I'm like, do you have a mento in your mouth? And he just goes, no. And I said, well, why does your breath smell like fruit? And you have a little lump on the side of your mouth. And he looked at me dead in the eye and went, I am not a doctor. <laughs> and I was like, all right, just finish it. You're not in trouble. Just finish it. Holy shit. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. And he's only gotten faster and smarter. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. He didn't smile. He didn't like blink. He just like faced me down. Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. That, that's impressive. Yeah. Not the scary Von Trapp family. That's, yes. I love it. That's hilarious. So, uh, getting back to, I was going to say Last grave. House on the Left. <laughs> oh, man. You really uh, need to unwind those two from I'm your brain. Oh, no, it's also, it's, you know, it's almost my bedtime. Aww. So, uh, <laughs> so was it seven o'clock? For the record, it's, it is eight o'clock. It's eight o'clock. Oh, oh, my, oh my God. God. Jesus. I, I'm probably hallucinating by now. <laughs> um, the, uh, it, in, in general, I think, we covered, we spent the last three episodes on revenge. Yeah. yeah. We've each had a perspective on revenge, mm -hmm. um, with the exception of Rob, who doesn't seem capable of revenge. <laughs> oh, no, I, I, I could if I wanted to. I've, I've since chosen not to. So, okay, yeah. entertain us a little bit, mm -hmm. okay? Humor us. Tell us a situation where you would have exacted revenge on somebody. Why and what would you do? You mean now or in the past? Uh, whenever. Okay. Give us your worst. In all honesty. Yeah. Uh, again, like we were talking about like with with um, I Spit in Your Grave or Death Wish or one of those movies. If something happened to my wife or kids, mm. that was nefarious. That you could you knew there was no doubt. Clear, this, clearly, yeah. it was the work of of an outside force mm. that yeah. that got away with it. Yeah. Got it. Uh, yes. That would do would, it. Then I would then I would start. The, the Rube Goldberg machines. Good. Yeah. Good. The Kevin McAllister yes. house. I yeah. would now now I will say this though. If this was twenty years ago, I wouldn't think twice about it. Yeah. Mm. I now I would have to definitely struggle with the concept of mm. it. You were so zen, man. I have um Which I will say I, also is a testament to how much work he's done as a person. That's which is great. pretty awesome. Like this, even within our lifetime. Yeah. Not like you were like scary or anything but no, it was but just I, like you I, have become a much better person even in just our life yeah which is probably Thank why we get along that. so yeah. well yeah. and probably one of the reasons why liz and sandra get along so well yeah and one of the reasons why liz will be assumed bodily into heaven you know god <laughs> right. forbid when she passes um, but it's also what you said too that because we're all sagittarius's and i'm sort of atypical mm -hmm. of that yeah that when if things go wrong you know i can be that sort of calming voice. The grounding, to, yeah. yeah. You, the but, grounding person. But you practice it. It's a reflex with you. I want to, one, one thing I observed, and I don't think I ever pointed this out, when we were, one of, these day, one of the days we were driving here and some guy cut you off yeah. and almost caused an accident. And, you know, my reaction would have been different. Um, your first reaction was, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm thinking to myself, that is restraint. Mm. It is restraint because in, in my brain and... If I might have been driving by myself, mm. it would have been a different story. Interesting. But I, you know, but like, and, and in the old days, there are times I would have sped up and cut him off with my family in the car. Mm. Yeah. You know yeah, what okay. I mean? So, oh, so, good, those, good, so, good. I, so I have had, I, I've had to teach myself to, to not think like that. 
not to react quickly. So right. I'm aspiring to. But to take to... at least a half a second out to try to, th- as quickly as I can, think, yeah. th- think it through. I'm aspiring to get there. Yeah. That's, that's it's not goal. easy. I'll tell it's you that right now. And, yeah. it, and it no, doesn't. It's not. And it I'm not always like that. They, they know. There are times I'll lose my temper. Right. There are times we'll have fights. And there are times. And, and I still, like, you know, the other day we had, like, we had a fight. Uh, me and Liz had a fight. You know, yeah, you it's mentioned. not that we don't we don't ever fight or yeah. anything like that, but that but, explains the uh, your black eye. Yes, that's why I have a hat on. I'm like this. Yeah. If you can see me in this camera, that's why she I'm can like, throw a punch, man. She can. She can. She that, can it wouldn't yeah. surprise me, honestly. Yeah. yeah, it really wouldn't. Yeah, it's like living with Creed. But it's. <laughs> Jesus. Um, but it's. But it's I, I think it's good. I don't know about you guys, but I, I know typically this is a comedy podcast. But mm. I've I've never felt closer to this group. I have yeah. never felt more comfortable talking about mm-hmm. some of these things that honestly, as I was coming to the office, uh, coming to this today, yeah. you heard me in the car. I was dealing with all kinds of yeah. shit and I, I was really concerned about what was going to come out of my mouth. Mm. Yeah. And I think that these three episodes may not be our funniest, but I think that these are probably our deepest. And it, it's, um, yeah, it's our most honest. It's yeah. us that I think are our most honest, and, and I'm not just saying that. No, yeah. for sure. Because you know, I think the three of us, at some point in, the, in any of these three episodes, the past three episodes, have said something probably that the public's never heard. Right. Yeah. 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 And that's not to say like, you know, like, oh, look what we said. It's more. Yeah, of it's a, more of a. It's the. It was the moment in time that we felt okay. This is, we're if we're being honest, yeah. and I and I can now get not so much get this off my chest but i can actually let it go mm-hmm. or that's i can key, at the, the very keyword. least get it out of me in some capacity yeah yeah no for sure yeah. the, the most vulnerable by far yeah. yeah and i hope that it resonates with people i hope we don't yeah. like people be, oh you guys got too deep and too touchy and i just <laughs> want to talk about scary movies like i hope we don't lose people but yeah. if we do then and make no mistake th- we'll have plenty of that trust us plenty. We, i hope that we can with the four or five subscribers we have, <laughs> that we can get the same kind of relationship, you know, with you all, that you can find something to identify yeah, with in like the things that we're alone. talking about. Right. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. And for me, I don't. And I, I'm. I don't know if I'm the typical listener, but when I do listen to podcasts that are usually quite funny. Yeah. Whenever they have that one serious episode, that's the episode that sticks out for me. Mm. That's something yeah. I try to do with Sonia, actually, too, um, on Twitter and Instagram. It's like people, the industry's very divided about you should use it just for promoting and talking to the fans, mm-hmm. and that's it. And everybody has a different, like, I've tried because I also am in a place of privilege where I can afford to maybe lose fans because I'm not playing the game. Right. But I do always try and talk about mental health and, mm-hmm. like, highlighting hey sorry i've been absent for a while guys i have seasonal depression like right. you know just to, to help humanize and like it's not always glamour and like social media is a snapshot of everyone's life and i think it's important to remember that we're all human and we're all flawed right and we all have really really hard times and that doesn't invalidate anything that we've done or will right. do it's just it's part of the human experience yeah. and, and that it's, it's okay to show yourself vulnerable yeah it's okay to show absolutely at a weak point you know because i think for the most part on social media or even just a photo album you're never going to see a photo album with someone depressed crying over a sink or something. Mm-hmm. You know, if they're all at the beach, they're all we're all at a picnic, we're of all course. at a family gathering. Life is great in that family album. Mm-hmm. Imagine if your family was like the way it is in that family album. And we have a tendency to do that in social media mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. So I always applaud it whenever I see someone go, "Okay, you know what? I'm not I'm not doing well." Yeah. Well, I'm finding the younger generation 
tends to do that yeah. more often. There's not as much shame associated with it exactly. as there was at your age. Exactly, and the yeah. fact that right. the fact that mental there uh, isn't a stigma to it. Yeah, no, men- it's as not. it is, it's not as bad. We not nearly kids. as bad. And I, I, you know, I'm I'm grateful that you know even at sixty, uh, as I've said, I for the last twenty years I've been trying to undo forty years of boomer conditioning. Mm-hmm. That I am still alive and young and vibrant enough that I still have the time to work on this shit mm-hmm. yeah. and learn from what is now being discovered, exactly. both chemically, behaviorally, et cetera. Exactly. And, and uh, you know, I, I like to say that I'm the canary in the coal mine for Generation Z anxiety right. because I, I suffer from the things that happened to the Gen Z people with mm. their helicopter parents and overprotective stuff. I'm like, no, my mom invented that shit. Your parents were all just reading her book. <laughs> but to be able to benefit from that and then hopefully be able to tell a story to people that, yes, it does get better. Mm-hmm. You can make it better, um, and it's never too late. And it's never too mm-hmm. late. Yeah, because are you, again, are you, you saying and I, I'm not, too old, or no? But you are. You. I mean, you are older than I am, but not by far. No. And I'm at this age now where I'm just starting to get it. Mm. I just turned fifty-seven, and I'm just yeah. now starting to get it. See, that's fifty-five is about when I started seeing the equations yeah. make sense. And I used to get frustrated when I see people like, like oh, just so miles down the road from me at yeah. 20 or 30 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe not 20, but, you know, like younger than I am. And I was like, I guess I'm just never going to change until one day it just sort of clicks. You just, the you journey know, you doesn't have to be around the right they... people, yeah. for mm-hmm. one thing. You can't have the people who are going to feed. You need people who feed you. Now, what they feed you is highly dependent That's on the how you change thing. or whether you change. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I had a lot of toxicity around me until around the time my parents passed and I made right. a... Or being around too know. many yes people. You exactly. need You need people absolutely. who are going to be honest. Who are going to challenge you, yeah. yes. Yes, absolutely. Like someone who would say butterscotch mm-hmm. if, uh, you know, if you say something wrong. <laughs> That's our safe word. Remember, remember the tiff that we were having? A couple of days ago, uh-huh. on the, yeah, we we took we care. We decided it. we we resolved it. We just decided we have a safe Aww. word now. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> so this right, we have very similar personalities, but we're both very, very sensitive in similar ways. So yes. we tend to infer things that aren't there between right. each other. A and lot. and it's like the magnetic poles that are the same polarity. Yes, it, it tends to do that. So but now the fact we... that we recognize that, I think, and and the fact that you're open to, you know, an old fart like me coming back and saying, oh Jesus. I fucked up, you know. It means a lot, but yeah, we said because yeah. we are for, like for those of you who don't know, we we are on a group text. Yes. Yeah. And so you know, because we need to, we we're constantly planning. We're you know, it's not just a show. We have social media. We have to discuss mm-hmm. oh, yes. a ton of different things. <laughs> and so I gotta bring like up. Josh and I will see like okay, something's starting here. Let's, <laughs> let's you know like like let's see how it plays Sorry. out. You know, we we don't necessarily need no, to get good, involved because I want to bring this up. Yeah. One of the things that sparked it was an edit decision you decided oh God. to make. Oh, no. Oh, me? Yes. Oh, what was it? If you recall, there was the time where I was making the joke about the village people, and I used the word Indian. And yes. then Sonia said, it's Native American. Yeah. Now, I had gone on and said, okay, well, I'm confused because I have Indian friends who say they prefer the word Indian because right. they don't consider themselves American. You cut that part out, and it went to... Uh, if anyone out there can come back and tell me what the right word is, so it sounded like I was being some sarcastic Joe Rogan piece of oh, shit. Was, is that how it sounded? Yes. I cut and it out so, just because it was going on too long. Yeah, uh, honestly. So, it, had so, no, it was nothing personal. So, so when, I when mean, Sonya wrote... the fact that you were going on too long, so but not, Sonya, not the... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, speaking of going on too long, shut up. So, uh, <laughs> Sonia, Sonia texts... I happen to be watching YouTube, like, yeah. the going through to have watch time, and I happened right. to see that, like, not long before the text happened where we were discussing, like... 
I think I know a lot more about social media actually than anybody in this yes, group because it's I, my brand. Yes. And then I asked Absolutely. you, I said, well, which which legitimately was my request about Josh and YouTube was scientifically based. It's like, is there something going on that he's aware of being of his generation? And then you said, I'm getting the impression that I'm not being listened to mm -hmm. a lot. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking a lot. I thought we defer to you all the time. And then when we actually talked on the phone, which by the way, two weeks of me at one time I'm calling Rob saying, Rob, I think I broke it, you know, and... Uh, no, when I have seasonal I'm, depression, I just need to go away. But, and I'm the opposite, which is like, no, I need to fix this now. Mm. But and you would not have wanted me, me to try and fix it when I was not. No, okay. I understand. But, but she... Uh, bad. But then I said, well, what have we been, what have I been doing? What pattern are you seeing? And you said, well, it's not a pattern, but specifically, and she brought that up, and I'm like, fucking Rob. That was just Rob. an example. I don't know. <laughs> like, fucking Rob. I'm sorry, man. I <laughs> so didn't... you literally, got, literally, out of the frying pan into the, you're now, you're now throwing smoke at him? Oh, I, I, I <laughs> it was just one example I could think of, and I was like, oh, okay. I but didn't... I'm thinking of all the things, it was like me not being a boomer, not being dismissive. I went out of my way specifically to say, I am aware this is what I'm told. I'm willing to learn. And all of that stuff got cut out. Instead, it was funny boomers saying, oh, don't do damn engines. There, no, there are times, you know? and it's not just you. It's, there are times I cut stuff out that I say. There was a whole thing I, I, uh, I yeah, cut No, I out get that, but. About, um, <laughs> yeah, about, uh, like, I had a far scalp moment. Where, <laughs> oh, my God. We need God, to bring the tension. I don't know. Sorry. Jesus. All right. Well, uh, is that time to wrap up? Therapy yeah. session here. Is that so much for I spit in a grave? The sequel is I burp on your drink. <laughs> Real therapy. At least they're my but it's, it's 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 yeah, you know. But no, when I cut things out, it's usually for time. Yeah. And and I try to do it in a way that that I it know what you did. It pushes I, the, the the story forward. I understand. Yeah. You didn't know. But I'm saying I'm kidding when I say you know fuck you, Rob. But, <laughs> right. but it I just thought you'd appreciate. No, 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 I get, no, I totally get it. All right. Well, well so if you're ever listening to uh, to Stabby Road and and you hear one of us say butterscotch, you know that uh, there will be a a a, uh, a long come discussion to Jesus after. after. Yes. So. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the last episode of the Stabby Road podcast. <laughs> On behalf of all of us, Let's my go name. Let's back to funny next week. Please. My name is Rob Graydon. I'm scared. I'm fucking old. And don't forget to walk on the road with the stabby road. All the stuff. Yes. Dick Bush! Velveeta. Philosopher. <laughs> the Stabby Road podcast was created by Joe Senna, hosted by Rob Graydon, Sonia Harcourt, and Joe Senna. Recording technicians Josh Graydon and Eric Todd. The Stabby Road podcast is a production of Fourth Castle. All rights reserved. See you next week.